0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA
1: or the show sponsors. You are listening to Pullin' Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolina's Golf Course Superintendents Association. Brought to you by Simplot, a forward-thinking company committed to bringing next-level innovation and solutions to turf managers from coast to coast. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger.
0: Hey, and welcome, men, to episode six of Pullin' Weeds with Alan Knight and Tim Krieger, how are you, Tim? Doing super duper. How about you today? I'm good, man. We are filming this episode or recording this episode in the office of Outlaw Ron Kelly at the Country Club of North Carolina here in Pinehurst, C C N C. Good looking place. Home fancy, yeah, very fancy. Again, we don't get to play. Let's let's (laughs) let's
2: do a better job of this. All right, so our next investment for pulling weeds is to get Alan a farmer's almanac so when we set these dates, he can look and say, no, sir, that's a rain date. I believe in the farmer's almanac, a farmer's almanac. Do you? Uh, Does it have tornadoes written down for April 19th or whatever today. is? I've never
0: bought one. I've skimmed it at the stores. I have to. Check out one.
2: You know, the funny thing is, when I went and looked at it, I was expecting it to be a day-by-day thing. Right. You know, where you could just pick the day you're looking at for the next year. Yeah. Man, it's got like regions and months. It was broken down where I thought I was going to get caught and have to pay for it, so I put it back.
0: I was a little disappointed. I do want to address something, clean up the show a little bit about timing. And we record these, well, this one is April, what's today's date? Mid-April. Mid-April, and this is June 1st show. Yes. So we can't really talk about the Masters because that's three months in the
2: book. Oh,
0: we can always talk about the Tiger five months Woods and the the Tiger book. Woods winning this fifteenth mass or fifteenth major. No, you can talk about book. that anytime you want. I know. I was pretty excited. And my kids, we were at the beach and uh mm-hmm. he's about to win it, and I made them I was like, guys, come here, y'all gotta watch this, and they're like, Oh god, why well, we gotta watch? you know, they watched the putt. I made sure they got to see history, whether they wanted, wanted to the or play. not. Yes. Then we went to top golf and then we get home from the beach and my, my youngest son turns to my wife and says, You think daddy going go play golf with me? Absolutely, my man. Let's go. That's what
2: you've been waiting for right yeah. there. That's awesome. So it's from a timing perspective, though, here's my thought process. Okay. And we've talked about it a little bit, but these things are about the member. They're about the superintendent in the conversation that goes on and hopefully trying to either pass along a tidbit of knowledge or make somebody laugh while they're driving down the road. So right. as far as current events. Yeah, this isn't a current event show. We've no. got websites and social media for all that. So, I mean. Right. I don't care if on the October podcast I'm still talking about Tiger Woods winning, because I will be, because that's well, a big deal.
0: I think everybody will be, and I just left Harbortown yesterday with Jonathan Wright, and that place looked awesome. But, wow,
2: how uh, good is that?
0: It was good. It was something funny. So we were going there on Wednesday. I've we got my wife and kids, and uh, we're walking around during the pro-am. And I turn around, we get, we get there, we're at one green. I said, honey, keep in mind, these are amateurs, 20 handicappers. Balls will be coming at you, <laughs> you know. So we're sitting there on, on number one. And these, these two amateurs were probably 85 to 100 yards out from the green. Hit great wedge shots. Landed middle of the green, you know, a few feet short of the pin where they wanted to, and was off the back. And those things were firm. And it's just oh, saying the yeah. spin rate of a regular 20 handicapper versus the pros. <laughs> gotcha, I said, yeah. you
2: got to be a little careful. So. I'm going to tell you, that is um, – I've been nervous on the golf course. Not like a, what a tour pro would go through, I can't imagine. Right. Um, But I was lucky enough to play in that pro-am a couple years ago wow. on Wednesday at Harbortown. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a big moment when you got somebody, one, in your bag, and two, you're on a range rangers. next to golf pros. Yeah. And, and uh, you look back at the range, and hell, I knew 10 people sitting in the stands. So, I mean, here I am, you know, carrying on a conversation or whatever. <laughs> and then and they walk up and they announce your name. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. before yeah. you hit your tee ball, one, one or 10. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of water left to 10 that you don't see until they announce your name. I <laughs> know. And, and there's people to the right that you don't want really
0: to hit. Oh, people to the right. Yeah. Yes. So to tell you something different about the Pro-Am, you might not even know, that they only do nine holes per pro now. Really? I got birch for all 18. So, right. This is first year. So Dustin Johnson was the first guy off 7 a.m. on number 10 on the Wednesday Pro-Am. And the guy who was standing in the unit next to us was going to go take his photos on the on the front nine, his second nine. But on the second nine, another pro fills in that spot, so you you get a pro for nine, and another pro for the back nine. So, if you didn't, if you weren't there on that first nine at seven a.m. with Jordan Spieth, that's you know they were going out early and all that, you didn't catch them. Oh, so Dustin didn't swap groups. Dustin just played nine then. Every pro only plays nine. Oh, I got
2: you. So, so they're done then. So yeah. you can get twice as many pros to play that way then. Correct. That's good for but, the sponsors too because then they get two different pro interactions. Yeah,
0: I was thinking that. But do you take South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation who auctioned off a caddy? For Kisner and Wednesday Pro-Am, and you only, oh, only got nine holes. You got
2: nine holes. So you guys owe the guy half his money? I think they did, yeah. I, I would hope so. Yeah,
0: but the kid, the dad bought it for a junior golfer, and it was a great deal. Good little kid. Former Pee Wee champion, South oh, Carolina. how cool is that? Yeah, yeah. He's about 13, so it's very impressionable age, you know.
2: Man, that's awesome.
0: Speaking of Joe Quick and raising money, got to run across your parents at the Columbia Golf
2: Ball. Yeah, I missed my first one ever, 18 years. Wow, was that
0: your first one ever missed?
2: Yeah. So, I don't think I've ever met your mom. So, do we tell them what the Columbia Golf Ball is? Yeah, tell them. Oh, it's a fundraiser for junior golf yep. in South Carolina. It's uh, usually down at the fairgrounds this year. It was at the Alumni Center. But uh, it's like a Ducks Unlimited banquet, basically. There's a silent auction, an auction, and a raffle. Open bar and all the food you can eat. Festivities for an evening. But it's all about golf. Yep. I had Wesley Bryan
0: and William McGirt stop by this year. So, your parents. I don't think I've ever met your mom. I've Somehow, about ten years ago, you and I was riding with you, and we went to their house. And I never got out of the truck, and I may have seen her under the garage. Oh, that's funny under the carport because didn't they have an old Coca Cola cooler? Do. Yeah. yeah, awesome. I love those. So anyway, I don't think I've ever you know, shook hands with her, met her face to face, talked to her. Now your dad, I've been around him, but never spent much time talking to him. In fact, I'm always kind of been intimidated by your dad, the Colonel. The and Colonel. He just he walks around with an upright posture, I and mean, he has great posture. But the knife making maybe scared me. I don't know. You know. So, uh, but your mom walked up to me and introduced herself and I was so ecstatic to meet her. And I said, we got to take a selfie. I don't love taking, I don't like taking selfies, but I said, I got to take a selfie of you and text it to Tim. And she said, I don't like taking pictures. I said, I promise I won't go to anybody other than Tim just to mess with him and and say, Hey, we're here together. You know, it's kind of cool. And then your dad came up to me and we started talking and your mom listens, which I thought was awesome. And she noted that she's learned some things she didn't know from listening to the podcast. So you may need to tone that down a bit and, uh, And they
2: did come up to me and say he was a lieutenant colonel, not a major, when we lived in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) So I could tell she was listening for sure. And then your dad, I mean, he was
0: very cool, man. He was a good dude. So yeah, he he was all smiles. Like I've always, I just, I don't know if it's military. You hear colonel and you think stiff, strict, you know, by the books. But oh, that's who I knew. Yeah. Okay. He's a grandpa now. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) He was smiling and, and. it was a good, good talk, man. I enjoyed it, and I wish you would have been there.
2: Ah, I wish I could have made it. Unfortunately, we um, had a lot going on that week. Yeah. But the good news is, um, since we're timed out, right, so this thing's June 1, yep. but we're actually here in April. Kids are out of school now. Kids are out of school. Everybody's at the beach, first week, whatever. But um, just because I know you guys are so curious about turkey season, there's a monster on the ground. <laughs> Got my blood. first Eastern ever, 11 and a half inch beard. Spurs almost an inch and a half, a little over an inch and a quarter. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, finally. Thank so, you. So you, you you shot the turf beard of turkeys? Close. Close. Hmm. I wouldn't call him the turf beard of turkey. He might have been turf beard's younger cousin. but 11 yes. inches, I mean. It was solid. You put it in a big Ziploc bag and it bends. I don't know. Okay. Yes, it's a good thing, man. So you the, keep the beard? Keep the beard, spurs, the fan that's fan? how most people mount them on what's the wall what's fan tail the tail when it, yeah. it fans out you know what I mean when they go into their little strut thing so yeah so I've got a turkey and Tiger Woods one of the masters life's good moving right along yeah, Town was nice I do want to say
0: prior to Town I got to go do hopefully you watched it hopefully you watched it the member profile with Jim Huntoon so Jim I've gotten to know I, I just want to say this all your guys I've gotten to know are awesome the superintendent I've, I've
2: it's working amazing, with, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I had the pleasure of working with Chuck Conley and Rob Daniel and some of the guys I knew from the South Carolina Golf Association side, but you take Matthew Wharton, and I already knew Drew Clark, but uh, Ryan McLannan, Jim Huntoon, I consider all these guys friends, and we, we're on a texting basis now. I mean, okay. any one of those guys will send me a text, and we'll chat about something. So, and cool. Jim, uh, have you ever been to Heritage Club in Myrtle Beach? Not for years. My gosh, that's a golf factory. 60,000 rounds.
2: For 18 holes, yeah,
0: yeah. So, I got to tell you, we were he's giving me a tour, and we're riding around. We get to they do a morning, a double T morning and afternoon waves. In the afternoon wave, we're, we're cutting by the clubhouse, and you probably had 25 guys sitting at the bus stop at the bag drop. And honestly, it reminded me of Disney World. Here's my Disney plug, but it reminded me of Disney World when you stand there waiting at your resort to go and you're waiting on the bus, it's like a bus stop, and basically they're sitting there waiting. On golf carts to get done. And don't they don't have would, enough
2: carts. they got to run the carts back and come yeah, right
0: around. Yeah, but it was awesome. Seriously, 20 guys standing there with their bags, looking like kids, kind of waiting to, to go he play. He told
2: me the other day they did 280-something rounds a day before you came. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, we couldn't, couldn't do much uh, by the time I got there on Friday morning just because of how packed the golf course was.
2: Well, I will say it's a credit to your ability and work. Um, those member profiles are, are phenomenal, and they continue to get better. But yeah. – um, when you get the member who wants to be a part of it, yep. who I takes will. it more so than just, oh gosh, they're coming to do this. And they appreciate the opportunity to one, recognize their club, their right. family, to leave a legacy behind, to have something a little more so that they can carry, you know, is modesty aside, okay, yeah. it's something that you can be proud of, what you do well. for a living. And I think you're creating that for a lot of guys. So if you're interested at all, and would like to have a feature piece that you can show your grandparents, your parents, your children, your aunts yeah. and nephews and cousins. Call us.
0: Absolutely. So, but, but Jim, I mean, he took the time. Like I said, he yeah. wanted to make a good video. And uh, so he gave me a nice tour. I mean, it personalized and gave me the history. It's an old rice plantation. Oh, yeah. They have a slave cemetery. He still, and it's all in the video, but he still uses that water uh-huh. the way they did 300 years ago. It's amazing. Yeah. It was uh, very interesting. The two things about that trip. It's so cool to go from one of your conferences where I'm, I'm taking pictures and half listening, or, you know, as a non-turf guy, and hearing the interesting stuff at your conference. But then hanging out with Jim and seeing it in play and practice and where it's making a difference—it's just really cool. Seeing yeah. it and these you superintendents are smart dudes. I know yeah. you don't get the credit, uh, you really don't. I know certain images we try and stay away from, but you guys and even me listening to other turf podcasts. You know, it's just amazing that the knowledge they're filled with.
2: So when I first got hired, I had no clue, right? I mean, I didn't even know Clemson was an ag school still, and I'd graduated from there. Yeah. But um, as much of a good time as everybody likes to have when they get together, which is awesome, the intelligence level of golf course superintendents, I think, is one of the most unheralded, most unknown facts out there and yeah. what it takes because, I mean, you could get into the science of it alone, but, I mean, there are people who – study specifically biology or physiology not both right right you know what i mean not to include having to deal with member services uh oh by the way budgets oh payroll yeah. Oh, hiring oh hr oh firing oh so <laughs> you, you not only have to deal with people but you have to deal with an animal or right. not an animal but a, a live living breathing thing such as a plant right and it's phenomenal yeah, it was, this is april so I'm almost five
0: months into it with you and it's i feel like there's hope for my yard just from <laughs> here and I, I mean i think i'm absorbing enough knowledge that i can not have an eroding slope
2: well the good news is that hopefully one of those guys who's texting you now will take the time to say hey man i'll even swing by man that's my problem matthew wharton's the closest he's an hour away oh, you know? that's great so, um maybe we can get outlaw to run down to columbia one day and take a look at your uh non-cool season i'd yard. love
0: to he, i'll Put some cattle in the backyard for him if he needs room. So you want to know what, what,
2: what you're going to hear? The first time a superintendent shows up at your yard, you're going to have to lose a couple of them trees, Alan.
0: Well, and I'm okay with that, but we price that, and it's kind of pricey.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, you can pay for the grass and watch it die because of the trees, <sighs> or you can get rid of the trees and then pay for the grass. That's true. Hey, this
0: is Alan Knight with Pulling Weeds. I normally don't edit the show, but I'm about to repeat a story I told in a previous episode about ken fields who works for jim huntoon and the the decision to apply to go work with my buddy turned into a career so i'm just going to fast forward through that
2: (laughs) so what you're saying is theoretically had you remembered your social security card you could be working for jim huntoon right now i could be i probably would be and
0: i would be okay with that I'd be okay working for any of these guys I've met. It's, Isn't it, it amazing? Yeah, it's inspiring I, to, hear, I, to watch them go to work every day. Right. It makes me want to go do that. I can't okay. start a second career at forty-one. I know that.
2: But uh, well, and I'm hoping you're not just seeing their best efforts. I'm hoping what you're seeing is who they are every day, and they're not just you know yeah. putting on an aura, you know, et cetera. But I think the guys that you've had the experience of working with so far, you've seen nothing but genuineness.
0: On the profiles, I, let's take my man Jeff Cannell, who I, I work with at Columbia. I've seen the superintendent not have a good day. Oh, yeah. yeah sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. not saying Jeff had bad days, but there was plenty of other superintendents I've seen not. And there's a Rubik's Cube back. Completed. Without taking the stickers off.
2: I think he's got an adhesive gun in there that he's using. That's amazing. I want to get that on video of it. You never anyhow. want to call one of your members Rain Man, but I think we might have just met him. Wow. Rain Man. You think he'll take that kindly? I think he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Although he did just walk back around the corner when he yeah, heard it. Yeah. I like Outlaw better better than Rain Man. I do too. I'm well, just glad I know why now. Well, let's get to it. Let's get to Ron Kelly. Let's do it. Let's break over right now. Let's go to Ron. and um, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about CCNC.
1: Simplot is a leader in bringing new and innovative technologies to the turf management industry, specializing in fertility and plant protection. Simplot has an extensive line of unique and proprietary products that have a great fit in any management program. Most importantly, Simplot is all in when it comes to your success. Simplot, bringing Earth's resources to life. Now it's time to welcome in our Pullin' Weeds special guest.
2: Well, welcome back. Second part here of episode six of Pullin' Weeds. We are here at the beautiful Country Club of North Carolina with none other than Ron Kelly, a.k.a. Outlaw. Ron, (laughs) welcome aboard. How you doing today, Tim? I'm doing well. I'm good, sir. Good. (laughs) All right, so let's just jump right into the obvious one. Where'd you get the
3: nickname Outlaw? (laughs) Outlaw. Uh, it was given to me here um, probably in the early 90s. I was, um, uh, they was a wrestler called Outlaw Ron Bass. And uh, there was a guy here at that, that this club that uh, that's what he would call me all the time. And that's, you know, I had the pleasure of working with Mr. Doug Lowe back in those days. So. <laughs> It, it, it just turned out that way. <laughs> that's a name we're going to hear a little bit more in this
2: episode. We're going to have to tie Doug into this a little bit as he is guilty for some of these questions. Oh, that's a Ron
0: Bass episode, and it hadn't aired it yet, <laughs> but last year, last episode we referenced Wahoo McDaniel. so it was oh, a really? Crockett a Crockett Promotions trend happening here. So a little bit more background
2: for you, Ron, on Allen. He is a wrestling junkie. No,
0: I grew up on wrestling. I'm not a wrestling junkie. I don't
2: watch it currently. We drove to Tennessee the other day. And I'm sleeping in the passenger seat, and I wake up, and he is listening to a wrestling podcast.
3: Didn't even know they existed. We used to have that, you know, back in the day. Yeah, high school. It's They'd Tony Schiavone to the high schools, and all you know. It's Tony to Schiavone's Wy- podcast. Used to see Wally McDaniel and all them guys. Really? Yeah. They'd come to your high school. Yeah. Like at lunch? No. No, they had wrestling that's where they wrestled. Events. In the high school. Mid Atlantic yeah.
1: wrestling.
0: Yeah. yeah. Twice on Sundays they do Char- <laughs> they do asphalt. Uh, this is of the last podcast. They would do asphalt at like noon or two o'clock, and then have their big show in Charlotte
2: on a- every Sunday. It'd be a double shot. So like when you guys talk about you grew up with wrestling, you grew up watching like in person this stuff.
0: No,
3: my mom. Rick Flair, me. man. <laughs> hey, hey, that's
0: a whole other episode. And they are all f- lived in this area. Wahoo lived in this area.
3: Played golf every day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Andre the Giant lived about twenty miles from my house we go meet him he's he's passed on that's what i thought i was like wait a minute you said lived sorry (laughs) princess bride one of my favorite movies by the way um all right so you mentioned the early 90s how long you been here Uh, i did an internship here back in 1988 um when i was at nc state university and uh george got me down here um and this pretty much rest is history so well tell us been here history. ever since. You have not left you've never worked anywhere
2: other than since your internship. I have here.
3: worked when I got when I got out of college I went to work for uh Todd Bigger at Core Seven. Okay. And uh worked there six months and then one of the uh assistants here left and uh I've been here ever since. So you mentioned George, for everybody out there who's not listening, he's
2: talking about George Thompson, correct? Correct. And George is I, I had the pleasure of standing next to him at the GIS when he picked up his first ever, I think, in the history of the GCSAA, 40-year certified golf course superintendent pin. So he's been a certified golf course superintendent that long. It's the only – I think at the time he was the only – he may be the only one still at 40 years. but So he's the longest then. Without question, and he's Ron's mentor.
3: Yeah, he's been around. They <laughs> had an actual podcast on TurfNet, I think, this yesterday or the day before. Really? Yeah, living legend. The pen will,
0: yeah,
2: you know, you'll pick it up. The audio. Are we going to cut that, or is that going to be part of Alan's? That's going to be Alan's. Cut. a tough That's guy. Cut. That's Alan's cut. Alan's telling Ron to no, do no, his own No, no, shot. no, no. This no is just great. Protecting the audio. That's all. <laughs> oh, 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 protecting the audio. Yeah, we should open yeah. with that. Um, all right. So tell It'll us be about a gun clicking. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. tighten up alan that is <laughs> that is a that is a, a hammercock, actually <laughs> so tell us about george then um so you first met him then in 88 as an intern or did you meet him before then
3: no that was it i think i was introduced um he was looking for some people and uh, i think charles peacock kind of got us together okay and uh I come down here and kind of interviewed with him, and next thing I know, I'm still here 30 years later. Wow. That amazing? <laughs> Where were you born? Uh, the county over, Montgomery County. I live kind of in the base of the U.R.E. Mountains, and uh, grew up there farming, and my dad, he used to raise uh, broiler chickens and huh. beef cattle, and so that's what I've been kind of, my upbringing was from a farm, and... I still live there today. I build a house there, and I drive about 35, 40 miles to work every day. So tell everybody literally, and I know I don't want to get too personal with you with some of the stuff (laughs)
2: cutting into the the secret past of Ron Kelly that he likes to hide. But um, when you say you built your own house, you literally built your own house, did you not?
3: No, I did have a contractor do it, but uh, I did... I did a lot of it myself. You
2: yeah. did a good bit of it, from <laughs> what I understand. Yeah, from the stories yeah. that I've heard. I mean, you literally were out and there. And then I've like,
3: I've like redone the whole basement to like a, another two bedrooms and stuff, and I did that. Now, who um, you got living at the house with you now? Well, I still have all three of my kids living there, but one of them, uh, he's graduated and he has a job with, um, uh, Piner Surgical. Ah. and he's an x-ray technician, and he uh, he still lives there. I don't know how much longer. He's 24.
1: <laughs> so, how many more degrees does he have to get?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I try to keep pushing him to go, go further, but uh, maybe get his uh, MRI or CAT scan deal. So. Sure. But I don't know. And then I got a daughter that's at UNC Charlotte in the second year, And she's wanting to be an occupational therapist or a physical therapist, one of the two. And and I've got one that is technically still at the house, is 14. Oh, I didn't realize that. And she's just going into high school this next year. Wow. So I got them spread out. You do. (laughs) That's
2: absolutely amazing. I had no idea. So, there is some truth to the rumors, then, that you are a lot more intelligent than the persona that you put off. Is, that, is there some, Would you agree with that? <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't know if that's a fair question.
2: <laughs> we're, c- we're cutting into his modesty section here. I'll just say, by the genetics that you just described, either you or your wife have some serious intelligence going on. Because it sounds like the youngsters are going to be very successful. So. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> You mentioned Doug Lowe. How long have you known Doug?
3: Mm, probably 27, 28 years.
2: Wow. Uh, did you go to school together?
3: No, he's probably two to three years older than I am. Okay. And we never did pass cross paths at State, but uh, he got a job here. I think he was from somewhere, of course, in Virginia. Kings Mill, I think, was where he was okay. as an assistant. and I don't know exactly how he got here, but... Yeah. Somehow or another somebody knew George Thompson in the in the mix and that's how Doug kinda got here. So is George the overall director at the time? Or were there two
2: golf courses at the time? Yeah. There yeah. Always been two golf courses here?
3: No. Um it was twenty seven holes, you know, it started out in the sixties and uh early sixties and dogwood was done by Ellis Maples. and in collaboration with Willard Bird was with him,, oh, so neat. uh, I think they both fight over who who did it <laughs> so and then you go to nineteen seventy two and you got another nine holes created, so it ran on from seventy two to eighty two or well twenty seven and Willard Bird had done that nine, and then you go to eighty two and you got another or eighty, you got the other nine built, which was Robert Trent Jones did that one uh senior and he uh you know that's just kind of the the history of the club it's just uh it was evolved because that robert trent jones had actually had the land that the club had purchased really so, yeah holy cow the stuff you learn here all right so growing going from farming to nc
0: state for turf how did that happen
3: well i went to school originally to be a uh to go into forestry okay uh, And I wound up after my first semester, I found out I couldn't get a job with the U.S. Forest Service. So so I switched majors like (laughs) right after. Is that a criminal background
2: check problem? Uh, No, okay, sorry. Moving right along. Moving right along. (laughs) Moving right along. I won't elaborate on that. (laughs) 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 Sorry. I'm crossing the lines today all over. Keep going. Sorry. Sorry. Moving right along. That's great. All right, (laughs) so here at TCNC, big tournaments. I saw a sign hanging on the wall. 2010 Junior Am, or USGA Junior. Is that what I saw?
3: Ah, uh, yeah, we had the USGA Junior Girls in 2010. Yes. Anything uh, else? We've had, had numerous Southern amateurs, Carolinas amateurs. We're very big in the um, amateur golf. Uh, yeah. Always promoting it. Uh, we've had several Big Eye tournaments. Okay. Uh, the national Big Eye. Yeah, Correct. national yeah. Big Eye tournaments I and. Uh, AJGA, I A I I can't count all the tournaments we've had here. But we usually have one every summer. Does Webb Webb Simpson play here? Webb Simpson, I've knew him since he was like uh about this tall, you know. I mean you know, he, he grew up here, his dad and they all were from Raleigh. Yeah. And uh his dad and his mom actually lived here for the last I don't know, probably seven to ten years and his dad passed away last year, so yeah um uh, but he was like uh, yeah i think he probably had some uh he probably cussed me out a few times when he was
1: younger that's <laughs> did you ever run him off or no no uh, he just
3: uh turf conditions you know uh, <laughs> that's funny mm. well speaking of turf conditions how's the fishing here
2: I hear it's good out here on the golf course, is it?
3: That's good. Yeah, we have roughly
2: 150 acres of water out here. Holy cow. Now, so when these kids win these junior tournaments, do they win an afternoon of fishing with Ron Kelly to the hot spots? <laughs> I'm
3: more, by, more behind the scenes, I can say that. So, as I was pulling in this morning, I started thinking to myself, I'm looking at these ponds and I'm like,
2: I, I said, I got to ask Ron, have you ever been caught fishing on property? Or do you have all the little hidden spots where nobody knows where you are? Have I been caught fish? They don't care if you fish. They don't
3: care if I fish. So That's I great. fish all over the place. What's it like working with the management team here? Uh, They're pretty good. They, it's a lot of longevity here. Uh, I mean, you fit everybody in the room, is over 250 years of experience. So wow. there's a lot of like long term people, 30 years plus.
2: Uh, you know is that kind of the same for the area and your superintendent peers too for the most part a lot of guys here in a small area with a lot of courses is there a lot
3: of moving around it's pretty it's been pretty steady i mean uh we've never had a lot of turnover down here um you know i i was thinking that maybe someday there was going to be a lot of failure in the area because there's over 40 golf courses in in a 35 mile area here so a ton of, ton of courses. There's been a couple of them that's gone down. But uh most of the time, the guys have been pretty steady. Now, in the last three to four years, there's been some movement. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think, you know, it was at the point that just our market got so oversaturated with people. Yeah. And then now, it's like kind of turning the corner going the other way. Uh, we might be in a, a stretch where there's no kids going to school for this anymore. All right. So, what kind of cows is it that you manage on the side? Uh, they're black angus. What do you do with mm. them? Um, for me and most the, uh, you know, most of the guys in the southeast, we want up unless they're like raising registered stock. You're uh, you're raising for the cattle market. You okay. uh, raise the babies up to about five or six hundred pounds, and you sell them, and they go out to the Midwest. How long does it take for a cow to grow that size? Mm, less than a year. So how many do you turn in a year? Well, usually I turn over whatever, how many brood cows I have. I usually <laughs> turn in, you know, 15 to 20 calves every year. Do you name them? No. Yeah. No. No names. One, I've, got two two, donkeys, I've got two donkeys, there. i got two donkeys. Tim have and Al. Names. You name them Tim and Al? <laughs> <laughs> Why we got to be the asses? Uh, what are their names? George and Jenny.
2: George and Jenny. They ain't got nothing to do with the, the former boss, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what
3: kind of what,
2: what kind of um what kind of routine
3: does it take to deal with cattle? Are you doing something daily? No, not necessarily. As long as you got grass out there, they're pretty much maintaining themselves. And the I do cut hay in the spring and through the summer. And, I feed them hay in the winter. So you know how to grow that grass out there at the farm? Oh uh, yeah, kind of. Is that different? Only than it's a little cool. Yeah, I got cool season grass out at my farm. So you don't cut it nearly mm-hmm. as tight, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I got no grass at my I farm. I want it then. I want it growing as tall as it will. You. you we back to Allen's yard. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go there. No grassless yes, Alan.
2: I need help. <laughs> All right, so I I got a few questions here so i asked we, we talked about doug Lowe before doug is the director of golf over at uh greensboro director of grounds i guess at greensboro country club and he's got a buddy named david johnson who's over at high point and <laughs> these guys all have a group that they run with at the fall <laughs> meeting right how long y'all been doing this fall meeting trip 20 something
3: years i don't know at least 15 years from I can attest to 11 of them, um, and I only survived one
2: and never came back. Uh, but so I asked the boys, since I've got a pretty good relationship with Dougie, um, for some prep questions, and so I've tried to keep most of them clean and appropriate since my children listen to this podcast, and hopefully yours will too. Uh, tell us about the time you played the ocean course.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm re I'm going <laughs> I've saved some of the other ones. <laughs> I don't know, I can't even hardly remember playing it but <laughs> we did play. Um uh, Yeah, um uh, I was kinda like rolling along and uh that was an interesting day. Very cold day. Cold uh, day at the ocean course. Yes, it was cold that day. Uh-huh. Wind blowing. Um uh, and uh I guess my claim to fame was hard in the last three holes of Kiwa, and uh, the 17th actually hitting the ball in the water and then bouncing and jacking back up on the green to about three or four feet for a birdie.
1: <laughs> How is that even
3: possible? Hit a rock or something down there? Cool? <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> what year What year was that? 73.
1: what year was it
3: on you know i don't know probably in the 90s it was right after that was that it was built yeah all right well we're gonna go with another one of dj's questions then
2: what's your infatuation with hot tubs
3: i didn't know i had an
2: infatuation with hot tubs (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately,
2: for all well, how about fortunately for our listeners? Unfortunately for me, I've seen you getting in a hot tub. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> who doesn't well, yeah. like a good hot tub?
3: Well, yeah, I
0: mean,
2: I, I don't know. I'm just reading the questions here.
3: It, it's been a you know a long ride with the hot tubs. <laughs> it all goes back to this uh, this crowd that I hang with. So it's like uh, all of these questions is like kind of. Who knows? (laughs) It depends on who remembers what. It depends on who remembers what after after we get in one. I guess. All right, we'll go with our last DJ question. (laughs) What is Maxie's? It's a uh, sports bar in town that we uh, frequently go to here in Piner's? Yeah, where is it? Uh, close to the Chevrolet place in Piner's. Okay. um, Not far from Pinecrest Inn. Not really.
0: What's the name of the place Jack Nance goes to? It only serves beer and you have to have like a wooden chip or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Is that the brewery? No, this is a... Oh,
2: that old run-down place that everybody goes to. Yeah. want the
3: Tater Barn? That's it. (laughs) Tater Barn.
0: (laughs) That's it. it.
2: Should we take Alan to lunch over there? (laughs)
0: Have you ever been to the Tater Barn? Oh, yeah. I mean...
2: Okay. Is there a place in Pinehurst? a lot of these places. <laughs> Is there
3: a place in Pinehurst you haven't been? Sure. It's like when I first got here, there was probably ten places in this whole town to go. Uh, and now it's like you can't throw a rock and not hit another one. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good because that's keeping up with the golf demand. It's keeping
3: the courses open,
2: right? Giving the folks something to do. Right. All right, so have you played – All the courses in the area, just about? I've probably not played at three or four of them. What is your favorite golf hole at CCNC and then in Pinehurst?
3: Hmm, that's tough. Um, The third hole, the dog was probably our most picturesque hole, Island Green hole, uh, par three, and. uh, In town, you were asking? Mm-hmm. As I far as, as the whole or
2: Yeah. Well you can go with the course if you want.
3: Mm-hmm. It's kind of split. I used to like really like playing the uh playing course eight and and uh what they call mid south, which is uh, I don't even know the they've renamed the thing so many times I don't even know what it's called <laughs> I think I heard Paul moved over there recently if I'm not mistaken who's that Jet to that club no 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 where's he he works for Triangle Chemical yeah no but I thought he, he still lives
2: in town oh as far that's what I mean
3: I think, yeah, probably, yeah, probably I think
0: he moved mistaken. over there yeah
2: I think he moved over there yeah
0: Tim's starting bad rumors Triangle's gonna wonder what's going on
2: oh no no no, no, no. I just <laughs> meant that he lives here um <laughs> Anyhow. So, here's your opportunity. <laughs> You're, you you can do what you want with this, with your crowd that you reference, that you hang out with. It's your opportunity to tell some stories about some others. <laughs> so, why don't you pick your favorite Craig Harris story and tell us that
3: one. <laughs> favorite Craig Harris story. Ah. <sighs> Man, all this stuff is like... You can't damn talk about this stuff on the radio. All right. All right. right, Back to turf then.
2: Okay. So, you got two courses here at CCNC. What type of grass do you
3: have out here? Uh, As far as... On the greens. We'll start with the greens. Start on the greens. I have uh, champion Bermuda grass on both
2: courses. What have you had here since you've been here?
3: Well... The main thing that I've probably done most of my career is bent grass. I've had bent grass for twenty five years. So uh, you just
2: converted recently, two, three years ago? Yeah.
3: So I've had Bermuda for about five years. Did uh, you
2: hire another superintendent to manage those or did you just have to start taking different classes?
3: I just got some good information probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. actually I maintain it just like bent grass. So hey. that's that that's my key. Yeah. Um, that's why I've, I guess I've been successful at doing it. Uh, but it's very, very similar to managing bent grass sometimes more so. Uh, the, only, the
0: only thing, you're not pulling hoses in afternoon summers, are you? No. And, yeah. uh, Summer it's a
3: whole different stress level, I guess you would say. Uh, it's something I kind of enjoy more because you can work at it to make it better. Really? It's like bent grass sitting around in the summertime is just uh, – um, it was like just hold on for two months, and then everything got better. So Keep it alive. But here you can go play with this stuff for two months and watch it grow right out of whatever exactly. situations you And then, created. you know, in the wintertime, you just, you know, your main keys is keeping it hydrated and uh, I guess covering it whenever you need to. Do you use covers on both courses? We do. And, uh, you know, after all of said and done, after five years, we probably average covering them three times a a winter, and how long in duration are those cover? Well, periods? some of them could be. You know, last year it was like almost in the two week range. Really? Uh, yeah. So fourteen days, and then um, this year we probably didn't even need to pull a cover.
2: Did you go? Do you go high stress during those two weeks when they're under covers? Are you worried about them, or is that no, when you, you just put deer your feet hunting. up? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, or usually at the national or somewhere. It's usually it's sometimes in the show or something when we have to cover these things. It has happened like that a couple <laughs> times here in the last couple of years for sure. Still a big wolf pack guy?
0: Still go to football games or them on? I
3: always try to go to the football games, at least two or three a year. I'm yeah. not a a big uh, I can't get away every weekend. I just I have too many irons in the fire everywhere else, but uh, uh don't we all so what else what else all right so you, you you manage
2: two golf courses you manage it sounds like at least 15 to 30 head of cattle something like that sounds like he manages to have a good time <laughs> you've got some chickens
3: <laughs> um i think i got about 150 acres to take care of at home so really yeah so is that where you do all your deer hunting yeah that and uh, i have a lot of national forest land beside me so but mainly that in the house. Yeah. Is that yeah. TVA land? No. No. <laughs> Alan learned what TVA stood for on one of our previous episodes. The TVA? The, yeah, yeah.
0: That
2: was the... Yeah. Tennessee Valley Authority. Yeah, it was not restricted to Tennessee. Correct. Correct. The, the Ryan taught us about that. Hence Reynolds Park. Reynolds Park. TVA loan. Grant. Grant. Yeah. Sorry. Loans you pay back.
3: What was the first car you drove? A nineteen sixty six F six hundred dump truck.
1: <laughs> really?
3: On the farm? <laughs> yeah. How old were you? Yeah, about so eight, eight nine. About
2: twelve. Twelve. When did you teach your your kids how to drive? How old were they?
3: Oh, they they probably started learning when they were ten or twelve, you know, on carts and yeah and whatnot. So um The last one, I don't know. (laughs) The middle one wasn't so good on the car situation. So (laughs) So we're going to keep this little one off. We're going to just hold her back for a
2: little bit. Oh, gosh, that sounds a lot like me. Not so good on the car situation.
0: My younger child does drive the cart better. He just anticipates the turn. It starts to turn.
2: We're Blake. I'm like, hey, man, you got to cut the wheel. (laughs) Yeah, we almost dumped the cart at Greenville Country Club one time with my oldest driving because he didn't realize you turned the wheel to make it go left. And so we slammed on brakes before going into creek and he's st- mm. still a little hesitant man but it's the same way with me the little one's much better driver i gotta ask about that rubik's cube up there
0: you had to peel the stickers off right No, nah, i can do it. Uh, but to, <laughs> to get it but to get it to that position with one center dot somebody had to come mess with you
3: nah, no. nah that's easy <laughs> we, 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 we,
2: we broached the threshold of this intelligence of Mr. Kelly. Oh, he's surpassed me. Oh, look here, dude. When the Rubik's Cube's just a shrug off.
0: Right. You could put me, you could lock me in this room, and I might not ever see my kids if I can never get it until if I get that's it. that's the challenge. Right.
2: Until you get one in the middle of each without removing the stickers, Alan, you yeah. are not allowed to see your children. How long would you be in this room? I, they, I would die. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd be here. Well, what about the thing right above it? Did you ask him about that?
0: <laughs> oh,
2: we're going to do a little video on that when it's over. We are? I don't think
0: that makes for great radio.
2: Well, let's just tell him what vision. we're looking at. It's the Eastern North Carolina mm. Swamp Monster. Yeah. Is that what it's called? That's right. Yeah, I've never seen one before. I don't think anybody has unless it's running away. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: the best thing is, is this isn't going to air for approximately right. This is June. six weeks, because we're just doing this for our convenience. Um, but that picture may have already been out for six weeks on Twitter by the time you hear this episode. That's true. They'll, they'll have seen the swamp monster. All right. So what have we not asked you about that you want to tell people about? Come work at CCNC?
3: No, I've been very blessed from where I have. Uh, I wound up in a place that I couldn't ask for a better place to work. Uh, enjoy coming to work every day, and that's why I'm probably still here. Wow. Um, and uh, they give me, you know, a lot of latitude here and and a lot of trust and faith in me when I was younger because I took over when I was about 32. And um, I don't know. It's just been a it's been a good ride. I've enjoyed it every minute of it. Been blessed to be in this business and meet all these good people and uh, met a lot of great friends. And I mean that's that's probably worth more than any of the any of the other things that uh, yeah. in life is just meeting good people. And we do have a good uh, bunch of guys in the Carolinas. We're lucky
0: there. Yeah. What's the one thing that is your hot button? That makes you mad on the golf course. We're talking golf course when you see your guy doing this, and, or a member
3: walking by a pine.
0: Other than parking, <laughs> other than parking on the
3: tee box, maybe a, maybe a golfer. Now, I remember. think it, You know, I think my kids push my hot buttons more than golf course. <laughs> do. <so. laughs> at least my wife says that anyway. Yeah, they do mine. I'm glad it's not just me, Ron. Thank That's you what for saying say that. that. Make sure my wife listens to this part. You know what? It's not the small things out here that really make a difference. It's the big picture that I look at every day. If you don't, all it just gets on your back. Right. I did say one customer. I can't wait now to use thing. our first lawnmower. <laughs> We're going to use
2: the lawnmower. It's all right. We're going to introduce the lawnmower to our podcast audience because this will have to stay in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming to you soon, folks. And
3: I know that's why DJ and Doug wanted me to get on this thing is to, like, say something.
2: <laughs> uh, so it sounds to me like we need to have one of them on, and you get to provide the questions next.
3: Correct. Correct.
2: But the funny thing is... is <laughs>
3: Well, I'd say if they were standing here,
2: ain't neither one of them as interesting as you. And that's why I think you've been requested by our listeners a number of times. So man, Oh, we're all friends here, Alan. It's okay. Oh, I
0: understand. I know, but I just feel I think Ron's gonna need to be there when we get to Doug so Ron can Oh oh yeah. Keep keep Doug in check a little bit. That way, you know, if there's a second
2: there's another part to that store. Well you realize Doug's like your size too. Mm-hmm. So I mean the two of them, it's it's a pretty interesting combo. <laughs> Mutt and Jeff, huh? Well t- mm, okay. It's all nice. right, so I cut you off after the first car. What's the next one we gotta hit him with? Well, I what was,
0: was st- I, I, you kind of when he went to dump truck at twelve years old. I kind of <laughs> <laughs> lost my. What contract. do you know, follow up with that? <laughs> yeah. Do you play? Did you, do you play Fortnite?
2: Do you play Fortnite?
0: Do your kids play video games? Yeah, do you, they play. How old? Well, <laughs> did you play? Ever play video games growing up? Nintendo, you know Atari.
3: I, my, I played. Uh, what do you call that? Pong. Uh huh. The original. <laughs> the original video game. <laughs> But no, like Gallagher and stuff, but like when I was a kid. They were arcade games back then. And... uh Nothing then I then fell in love with women and all the other <laughs> things in life up. as I got older.
1: So, so words, you, you hit your generations just right
2: growing up is what I'm hearing. Like you didn't need to be back. in. Well, you could have maybe been back in the 60s and 70s and fit right in. I'm sorry. Um, that's another podcast. Now, Tim's not going to care about this part, but I see the Roval
0: Pass right there. Did you go to the Roval? Or is that Dover? Yes, I did. Is that Roval or Dover? Road, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a pretty good race.
3: Interesting race. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, my wife and I first time they ever ran the road course at Charlotte last year. Pretty big deal. Right. Road. Over. Where was
2: it? Was it through downtown?
0: No, it's at the track. They have a.
2: There's they.
0: They use three. They use most of the the track. The track, and then they? weed them oh. in and out. That's
3: the most interesting place. Though.
0: Berkman's Berkman's place, place. man. I want to hear about that. That is the. All right, sit down and tell us about
3: that. Yeah, we're
2: going to talk about that real
0: quick.
3: We need to
2: talk about that because, I mean, I was just lucky enough to take the kids on Tuesday (laughs) to a practice round. We walked by the entrance. (laughs) I've
0: got a friend who just went to Berkman's this week, and he said that there was a gentleman in the bathroom that when you got through using the bathroom, he came and wiped the toilet down, the the urinal, after every person. Poor guy. Did you use the urinal? The most
3: over-the-top place I've ever seen. So, so we'll, <laughs> who greets you when you walk in? Well, let's tell everybody real
0: quick. We're talking about at Augusta National. There mm-hmm. is
2: a—is it new? Because it's is this? three, four years old now.
0: Okay, it's called Berkman's Place. In,
3: when was this? Fifteen. There you it go. Was that was the first year. That thing is the first year. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, well, tell me. Walk me through the door.
0: Tell me about It's the
3: hospitality it.
2: area, new at Augusta as of two thousand fifteen. Back behind four or five.
3: If I'm not mistaken, the tickets are ten thousand dollars a piece for a week. Yeah. And. Uh, i think i went with a vendor um but uh you know it's just an experience you walk in there and it's like there's three practice putting greens that like simulate certain things on the golf course and that you, you have a caddy go out there and you putt this experience and uh all the members of augusta are walking around in inside um uh, greeting and and meeting you and to, you know, talk to Johnny Harris or I heard Condalisa Rice, Lynn Swan. I right, mean, these yeah. guys, you know, those guys are just roaming around. Then there's three. I think there's just three restaurants, and yeah. I mean, it's all you can eat and all you can drink, no charge, no charge, yeah, for that day. So it's, uh, is, it's a very unique
0: experience. The guys I know, I think there was four or five of them, and one guy got a fillet mignon, one guy got the uh, lobster, and Finally, the waiter goes, well, I'll just bring you one of everything, guys. And, sure. Yeah, exactly. Top self liquor.
3: The ultimate. In,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, we're it... – So that's – if we were going to say what's the one place in your golf career that you've had access to because of your job or your career that you remember, you'd say Berkman's probably?
3: I would say Seminole. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> what an experience
3: that is. But How many times I, have you been down to, there? I ain't got the experience. Pine Valley or, uh, but. Uh, Have you played Augusta? I had not i never played Augusta either, but uh, it's not on my bucket list to play.
2: What is? Cypress Point. Me too. <laughs> Cypress, Pine Valley, Burning <laughs> Tree. That's what I got left. Um, That's what I got left. <laughs> it stands out. You're a golf snob. You've played Augusta, Alan. Uh, yeah. Tell the listeners, Alan, what did you shoot when you played Augusta? 83. Wow. 84. Alan's big With time. one birdie. <laughs> got to meet Arnold Palmer there yeah. that same
0: day. I, before Man. I even teed off, I could have left the property after meeting Palmer.
2: That's great. Yeah.
0: Good story, but never, uh, never played Pinehurst number two. I didn't realize how close you were to it. You basically got to go up here and take a right at the Pinehurst Resort,
2: right? Correct. Yeah. What was that number one I was looking at by the road? The Cradle, probably. The par three right there on, by the railroad tracks. And then across the road is, right. uh,
3: is it three now that's right Three and five there? are yeah. both on the other side of the tracks. So yeah. yeah. Two and four to, are together. As you come up Morganton Road, like you're going there, it's yep. four's on the right, and then like a couple holes over is number two. Yeah. Right. Maybe I saw, it. yeah. Depends on which way you came in from the south, I'm assuming, Rockingham up that way. Yep. But you know this this whole area has changed so much since I've been here. I mean, it used to be a two-lane road coming down. Even in the 80s, it was two lanes, and it's just amazing at the at what has happened in this area over the past 25 years. You, you think the opens had anything on. to do with that? You know, I guess so. But um, you know, we've had the, all these big, huge crashes and. You know, 9-11 and 2008, and it kind of slowed everything down to a, a little bit of a snail's pace, but all of a sudden it's just gone ballistic. Uh, it has. I think one of the biggest things is the military change. They moved a, a base out of Georgia up to Bragg, and it, it is phenomenal how much construction is going on around here. Uh, the bad thing is the infrastructure is not suited for all these people. Gotcha. Yeah, I heard the other day that Fort Bragg's the largest uh, fully stationed
2: military installation in the world, with over fifty thousand active troops um, stationed there at any given time.
3: But yeah, this is a you know all the technology and everything that I've seen. I mean, we used to be running around with CB radios, and now it's like you're pushing buttons to turn your irrigation system on. This is a, it's been a wild ride, man. We've seen I've seen a lot of stuff. Coming up from, yep. from nothing to a lot of... Do you foresee robotics in your career? I would say so. I would Hopefully in the next 12 to 15 years, I can get the hell out of here and do something else. <laughs> do you want to be sitting at the farm, managing your 150 acres, pushing buttons while
2: your mowers are mowing your greens? Would that be
0: crazy or yeah, what? that
3: would be crazy.
2: I went back to Pinehurst, kind of, and I know it's
0: grown, but one thing since I've been coming here since probably uh, ninety six, ninety seven, well 98, is 99 Pinecrest Inn has always been a uh, must stop and have a beverage for me. Do you many nights over there? Any good stories from Pine I stay
3: out of Pinehurst. Do There's you? To meet cops? I hear
2: you. <laughs> when you got
0: one hundred fifty
3: acres to go burn your own trash on, why come well, into town? True. Southern Pines is like, it's more happening. Is it? Yeah. All uh, on a day-to-day basis, Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, because you, you're going to get a lot of that military coming into there, right? It's a little bit closer yeah. Yeah. than coming all the way over into Pinecrest.
3: There's, there's so many things down here anymore. It's like you can't – I can't even fathom how many restaurants are in town. There's a Walmart now, too. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, okay, back to the Pinecrest. One of the best pork chops I've ever had. Really?
3: That is I, a must-do. Uh, are you oh, saying really, really like, like
2: it. it's not – I, I
0: I think
3: I'd been overserved that day. I wasn't
2: really impressed because I was unhappy that I had to put a jacket on to go to dinner to eat this piece yeah. of meat with a bone sticking out of it that had been raved about for years.
0: So my my last thing about the Pine Crest and obviously it was the cool things, but Donna Ross's hotel. You know, on the website it says you never know who will show up, and those words, Chris Sparrow, the golf pro at Columbia Country Club, and I were sitting there playing the pro assistant, and we we're sitting there that evening. And I, those words literally came out of my mouth peyton manning walks in and standing right there and i say, hey man can i buy you a beer he's like no, i'm okay i said okay cool
3: <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah speaking of peyton i think he's a but you know you get so many opportunities down here it's like you know during the last open i hung out with boo weekly the whole week you know as soon as he got off as soon as he got off the golf course he was straight to maxis every time <laughs> That's Maxie. That's awesome.
2: that's the Maxie story we were leaning for earlier. When he, he politely bowed out of it, You're now right. Right. I see where maxi's is. Let's just start the podcast now. Now we'll get the, the deeper. So, Ron, after <laughs> you uh are done with your Bermuda greens at eight thirty in the morning, what do you do? I go to Maxie's until five.
3: Then hey! I go, then I go home.
2: <laughs> Me and Boo weekly.
3: You gonna have me fired for eh? second. <laughs> no, they don't need to listen to it. They don't need to listen to it.
2: But it is fancy. I mean, look—you got monarchs here, the official habitat site. You got an Audubon thing going on. I mean, it's uh—you haven't just been here. I'll well, say I that. It's
3: like you know, i get bored if I don't do something different.
2: Sure. <laughs> how many um, how many pups have you been through since you've been here?
3: This is the second one. He. uh... The other one was fifteen. He okay. passed on. But uh his name was Cody. But Rank he's uh he's right at two and a half, three, two, going on to three years old now. Good goose dog? Yeah, I got him from Rebecca, Flyway Farm. Oh, okay. So uh that hey. was the first. we were the, one of the first ones to get one from her back in the day. The other dog was from Rebecca too. Oh really? Yeah. How cool is that? So you had, there's somebody that
0: sells
2: golf course dogs specifically. The ones at our show. Right, you said there's geese right. here, you need geese at our show. Yeah, yeah, From the Big Al thing. Right, right. That was the lady. The boot. original one. Yes. Yeah, two the, years the ago. The original, yeah. Yeah.
0: yes. Right, but so they, they, they trained them to do that.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, nice. it's. They're not always the smartest dogs, but they can uh, they can be trained. <laughs> it's like... What's better than
0: just running with your arms flailing? Yeah, there's. But
3: you know, going back to that button pushing, he can push him, boy. I'm telling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Difference is You don't feel guilty if you kick him, do you? Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't you did say, say that. I didn't say that. I didn't mean like kick him. Like just you know, like beat him up a little bit. So.
3: Man. All right. What's the army hat on the wall for? You serve. No, I didn't serve. Um usually I have somebody from out in Missouri come out here and play and he usually brings me a hat. Nice. Yeah. How neat is that?
2: <laughs> That's great. So yeah. you've gotten to know a ton of people through this job then over the oh, years. Yeah.
3: More <laughs> and like I say, I've been blessed and we've uh it's been a great place to uh, to raise a family. I mean, it's just all the way around. This this town is really neat. Uh even though i don't care too much for longleaf pines which that's all is here (laughs) because i live over in the like clay country and i have like big red oaks and white oaks but that's (laughs) uh, it's just a good small town atmosphere and i couldn't be happier where i wound up i don't know so good lord must have wanted me to be around here so are you then the the second director ever here on
2: property following george
3: for the third i think there's been six superintendents here six since 62 but george was here for a while right oh yeah he was here 20 did you follow him i followed george yeah so between you and george
2: you're knocking out 55 of those (laughs) years (laughs) so the first four or five years must have been rough y'all went through about four of them years according to my math wow so you're i mean how many years have you been here then Twenty
3: eighty thirty uh, one pushing thirty years, yeah. I so you're know, Bill 30. Anderson status? Ah, uh, not quite. <laughs> wow. Not quite. Well,
2: That's it's a, an amazing place. It is. Um, you're an amazing story, <laughs> much less a much more entertaining person to do hang out with off microphone apparently, right. <laughs> since all my questions have been limited to here today. <laughs> but um, I tell you, you've been a hell of a follow up to Keith Wood. That's uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. I love some Keith, but. uh, <laughs> God no, dang. no lawnmower sounds on Keith. <laughs> no lawnmower sounds on Keith. No, 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 no. no.
3: You yeah. called me on a good day. I'd you'd had to lawnmower the whole conversation. <laughs> we took
2: care of that outside <laughs> before we came in while you were trimming your uh, Japanese maple by hand. Uh, God dang! All right, so we got to wrap it up. These things are only supposed to be fifteen minutes. We've gone forty-five now. Um, what do you want to tell everybody? What do you want to close with?
3: Anything kids in the industry need to know? Or you got any advice or? I think the opportunities are around, you know, I, you know, we're going to, all our older guys are going to age out. I think there's a lot of opportunities in this business. Um, it's going to take, um, you know, one of these days, I think wages will catch up to where we need to be in this, this business. But, uh, you know, being in a service business, I don't know. But, uh, I wish everybody well, and if they're really interested in doing it, you gotta really love it. Yeah. 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 It's a passion. <laughs> it's always a passion. Sure.
0: Well man, thank you for having us up here and entertaining us and dealing with our questions and <laughs> Tim most mostly. Sorry. Well
3: it's good to see y'all. Uh, I appreciate I didn't you having know y'all us. could bring any kind of equipment like this into this rural area up here
2: you know it's a good thing there wasn't an agricultural inspection station on the way in or anything they don't wonder what the hell all this equipment was that's for sure luckily my name was at the gate i always get nervous at the gates Uh, you know i may seem aloof and non-organized but i was 24 hours in advance on the gate thing if i'm not mistaken I, i reached out yesterday and said hey here's the names
3: Oh yeah. Most Donnie, morning most Donnie morning Donnie on it's the spot. phone call. I'm uh, <laughs> well, hey man, we're fifteen out. Can I get it
0: can we get in the
2: gate? You must be buddies with that guy because oh you gonna see Ron, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I did say he, he walked up. I said, Hey, I'm I'm going to see Ron. He's like, I, okay. I said You saying a prayer for me? He's like, I am actually <laughs> <laughs> So is every street in here named after a golf course?
3: Yes.
0: I'm not good with directions. When somebody says take your second left and go down yeah. take your third. I, he said, take a second left on Bel Air. I was like, okay. Take next right on... Brookline. Uh, Brookline. And then he said Augusta. I was like, oh, we're talking golf clubs. I can remember golf clubs. Just. I said, Belfair, Brookline, Augusta. There we go. I can get there.
2: Bel Air. Right. Fair. Yeah. Air. Yeah. New York. Bel Air is not a course? <laughs> no. You said <laughs> Belfair. Uh, that's <laughs> the one in the low country. My bad, my bad. So I will say, though, um, once again, we're recording a podcast at a very swanky facility without golf clubs. And what's it doing outside today? Rain rain, rain in.
3: we have brought the rain to the last four <laughs> podcasts we've recorded ron you're welcome hey man this has been a, i've never seen it anything like this and god news i mean ever yeah and all of my rain. life it's uh since september man it is rain and rain and rain and rain and rain yeah,
2: yeah. you guys getting through it of conditions good surprisingly yeah i think it's good for bermuda grass if you need a squeegee tim go squeegee today
0: oh i'm a squeegee
2: man yeah yeah Yeah. as long as you got a new one that doesn't have that bow and it goes boom 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 we're good (laughs) (laughs) all right ron thanks for having us we're gonna get out of here thank you take
3: care all right good to see you
2: all right well hey look back here today um couldn't have had a better guest than ron kelly um I apologize for asking some inappropriate questions that he wasn't allowed to answer. Um, we'll, we'll get, get those answers here shortly. At Max's. Max's. We'll get it. Well, we're going to Maxie's Max. or we're going to the Tater Barn, one of the two. But yeah. um, hopefully, we can catch Jack Nance over there this afternoon. Uh, but no, seriously, I I, um, I think it's better the way it turned out. It's all, you know, it's turf related. It's it's an honor to be here at CCNC today with somebody who's had such a tenure. It's rare in our industry to see anybody make it three decades in one facility from intern to the man making all the decisions so thank you for your time Ron
0: yeah that was awesome and everybody thank you for listening I've noticed we've got listeners and Twitter followers from outside of the Carolinas thank you all for listening we really appreciate it subscribe hit that subscribe button rate the show leave us a good review five star if you can if you
2: don't have time
0: that's fine don't and, it,
2: and if you're following us on Twitter the uh, the free t-shirt run about sliding into Tim's DMs if you will it's June 1st, when you're hearing this, I have a feeling by now the free T-shirts will be gone. So hopefully if you're hearing this, um, don't don't be bashful. Still send in a message if you want a T-shirt. The difference is I may have to send you an invoice once we go through the first run of them.
0: All right, well, follow us on Twitter, uh, Pullin underscore Weeds, Facebook, Pullin Weeds Podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Pullin Weeds, brought to you by Simplot please follow us on Facebook at and Weeds Podcast. Keep up with all your association news and events at carolinasgcsa.org.